0: This is HuskerOnline.com Your authority on Nebraska athletics And we're back here on the Husker Online Show Sean Callahan, I' Watch, and Nate Klaus As we just broke down the schedule I love breaking down the schedule, guys It just gets me geared up Because I think about trips, Rob And I think about Friday nights on the road
1: oh, Best part of the job
0: We've had i trying to think now You did eight years Seven years of Pelini with me
1: mm-hmm.
0: Three with Riley, one with Frost This will be our 11th year traveling together yeah, since 2008. We've had a lot of times, but we're talking defensive players here now in the conference. Um, you know, and, and we're going to go down the line here and, and just kind of look at where Nebraska might have some guys ranked. And uh, Spoiler alert, they don't have a lot of guys ranked in the top five of the conference coming back on defense. Um, but starting off defensive end, can he, is it Wilkes? Willicus? Willekes, I'm sorry, Willekes from Michigan State. Just an animal. He's back at defensive end. Destroyed Nebraska last year. Destroyed everybody. Was arguably the top defensive player in the conference.
1: Yeah, he won D-Lineman of the year.
0: So, you know, he's back. And then you got A.J. Epinesa, former five-star, first-round draft pick projection guy at Iowa. He's back.
1: Who didn't even start last year.
0: Chase Young, Ohio State. um, Another first-round type of guy on the edge. He's their new Nick Bosa. For the Buckeyes. Um, And then for Penn State... Yuter Gross Matos?
1: Yeah, I don't know how exactly what it looks like Yuter Gross Matos. Um
0: he's he's going to be their stud and then um for Northwestern, Joe Gazziano um is back there as well. So thoughts on that group? I mean Once again, this is a group that produces a lot of NFL players in the league, and it looks like there's more NFL first-round, second-round type guys coming back.
1: Yeah, and so Kenny Wilkis being number one is kind of the start of a theme you're going to notice as we go through this list. Michigan State is loaded on defense, and Kenny Willekes is kind of at the forefront of that. Uh, I mean, he was the second-team All-American defensive player of the year, first-team consensus, first-team All-Big Ten player, Uh, and he sets the tone, and like I said, you're going to hear a lot of Michigan State players as as we go on with this. Yeah, well, A.J. Epinesa
2: is a guy for me that I'm really excited about. Um, it, I mean, It's just the numbers he put up for not being a starter last year unbelievable. is unbelievable. It was
0: like a 50-50 deal, though, right? I mean, he just wasn't the starter. I mean, they split the reps. I mean,
2: it's not like he didn't play a lot. Uh, he still played a lot. But, yeah, I mean – I think that just tells you just how good their defensive line was last year. When, to keep a guy like that out of the starting lineup is, is pretty incredible. But I, I saw him in person at a couple camps this summer, that his brother, who's, who's going to be a senior this year in high school, and holy cow, I mean, <laughs> he's an impressive-looking football player. Was he
0: in St. Louis at the Rivals camp? No,
2: he was at the uh, – well, yeah, he was at the Rivals camp, and he was also at the Lindenwood camp in St. Louis. And, and he's, uh, he's a load. So and his dad played in the NFL was I think he was an All-American in Iowa, too. So, I mean, that's one guy in a really deep group that is going to be pretty scary this year.
0: Now, moving on to defensive tackle, another Michigan State guy, number one, uh, Raquan Williams leads the way. Robert Windsor from Penn State. So Penn State's got a good D line coming back. Um, You know, the third guy on the list is another Michigan State guy. Mike Panasuk. Mike Panasuk. Panasuk. I'm just I'm just destroying right. his uh, name. The only
1: reason I know that is because uh, the Michigan State beat writer for Rivals told me how to pronounce it. So
0: Lorenzo Neal uh, back for Purdue. He'll be really one of the key guys for them. He's looked at as a draft pick. And then we went on a limb here. We put Darian Daniels, Robin, number five. And you know if he was still in the Big Twelve, he might be a top five or probably would be a top five big. Lineman in the Big Twelve, and for what we know, he's going to be a difference maker in this conference. So
1: part of that had to do with when you look at the defensive tackle position in particular, there just wasn't a lot returning. I mean, you could it was kind of a toss up once you got past those top three, maybe even four. And so you combine Darian Daniels, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was expected to do big things at Oklahoma State, but uh, not only that, but just the impact he had in a very short amount of time at Nebraska and the praise that Nebraska's coaching staff kind of gushed over him uh in you know just uh, right away right out of the gates you know he's going to be a huge factor on and off the field for this defense and so if nebraska's defense is going to be good especially in that front 7 Darian Daniels is going to have a major impact on that
2: yeah I mean, on both sides of the football you've got to have guys up front and especially in the Big 10 and and so nebraska's going to have to have some guys step up and i think Darian Daniels is going to be one of those guys i mean I've been surprised so far by what he's brought to the table, um, just just by how much the coaches have really gushed over him. Um, you know, he, he's he's. I think he's poised to have a pretty darn good year.
0: Well, and then moving on, guys. Here as we look at top players in the conference, inside linebacker, another traditionally strong position in this conference. Um, leading the way, Patty Fisher from Northwestern, who seemingly has been at Northwestern for all eight years. Nebraska's been in the conference. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, just, he's only a junior. It, it just, his impact. <laughs> then you got Joe Bocci, number two for Michigan State. So to recap, Michigan State has the number one D end, um, two of the top three D tackles, and the number yeah. two yeah. inside linebacker.
1: Yeah, that's that's a pretty good stout middle right there.
0: Nebraska doesn't play them this year, so good, <laughs> good year not to go to East Lansing. Uh, Muhammad Barry, from Nebraska, number three. Blake Gallagher, another Northwestern guy. So the, the the Wildcats have some guys coming back, and then Thomas Barber from Minnesota um will be a real, real strong guy for the Gophers coming back. But Muhammad Barry, number three. Robin, your thoughts on on kind of why we went with him in that in that spot in the de, in the defensive rankings here? Well,
1: I mean, he's the heart and soul of the defense and one of the faces and voices of the entire team. But beyond that, uh, he's the most productive defender Nebraska has, uh, and by a lot, large stretch. I mean, he had what 112 tackles last year, becoming the first Nebraska player to have a 100 tackle season since 2014 which that's more of a reflection of how bad things have been than maybe it is how good Muhammad was. But, uh, I mean, he's as good as uh, a lot of people on that list. I wouldn't quite put him in that same category as, you know, a Patty Fisher or even a Joe Bocce, but, I mean, he's he's certainly close. And you know, when you look at just the the drive he has, I mean, every single off-season workout video, it's Muhammad Barry front and center. And you hear reports from uh, just the, some of the summer workouts they're doing with the program and whatnot. Muhammad is the guy driving everyone else. So that was kind of more of a vote is not only what he's done on the field, his importance at a position that is as thin as any position on the depth chart, uh, but also his leadership. I mean, this guy is going to be what makes Nebraska's defense tick. Uh, and they're only going to go as far as Muhammad Berry takes him.
2: Yeah, he's definitely the heartbeat of, of that side of the football. And um, I mean, and he's the guy that's that's taking some younger guys under his wing. I think he knows this is this is the last go around for him, and so he's doing everything possible to make sure that this is a successful season, uh, not only for him personally, but I think for for the team too. He wants to leave this, you know, this place better than than when he came in, and, and I think that uh, I think he's probably going to do that.
0: Well, we broke down uh, half of the top players here in the conference on defense. Uh, we're going to go through the rest of our list next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.